Welcome to episode 98 of the Pack Live Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, with the one and only Mr. Cut Carter. Cut through. How you doing, man? Chilling. Carter. Back in town. Back in Feeling town. good. Working, grinding, trying to get it by any means. I feel you. Multiple incomes. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we how we living. I got you. I got you. It's the Carter Bro special today, episode 98. Let's, Carter let's Bro. Special. Have we <laughs> ever did an episode just us two? I don't think so. Yeah, if not, it was me and Brandon one episode, but we I think we did a second episode. It was me and you, then uh Trey came on later. Okay, okay. Yeah, we never did a full episode by ourselves, so might as well get to it before the hundred episode, you feel me? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm well. Um great NCAA season, uh March Madness Final Four. Appreciate the interview and the story I did. Um Back in the city and uh, ready to get active, ready to get this podcast going again. So we're going to start with the NCAA. Um, the men's, we have a, a new champion. The Baylor Bears are the 2021 men's NCAA champions. No one picked them when we did our our picks. Everyone was picking Houston or Gonzaga. What happened, man? Why why didn't nobody pick Baylor? They showed that they were the best team. Uh, I mean, they were number one seed for a reason. I think they were the number one seed, right? They were. So, yeah. So, I mean... A lot of us didn't. We really didn't watch a lot of college basketball, and I think I speak for the podcast in in the world. <laughs> I think college basketball this season wasn't as um attractive or appealing this season. So, as a result, people was just blind picking. I uh I could agree that everybody was going with dynasties or perfect season and things like that. Um, just off of just adrenaline and who y'all thought was better. Uh, but for Baylor, Not better, but who you wanted to win? Like I right. picked them mostly. I don't. I picked Houston because of, I like a certain player. I don't think. I think uh, Baylor has a lot of better play, like good players as far mm-hmm. as talent. Like, their talent pool is higher than Houston's, I as th- it should be. Them being a power five and Houston being, you know, right. Be one school. I think um, the way Baylor is when I was watching the Houston game and I was watching the beginning of the Gonzaga game, they got out to big leads early, knocking down threes, playing defense. Their players, Mitchell, um, I forgot the other uh, person as well. Macy Oteague had a great game in the championship. Those players just coming out, knocking down threes, forcing turnovers and bad shots, just getting out to a double-digit lead in the first five, six minutes of the game is just huge. And congratulations, uh, Scott Drew had a chance to interview him, ask him a question so. He deserved it. He said someone he knows or know is going to do a documentary on this team if they were to win a championship. So I am looking forward to that. So it'll be fun to watch. You can't forget, uh, you good. You can't forget um the final four, UCLA and uh Gonzaga. Jalen Suggs knocking down that buzzer beater in overtime. Yeah. Um Wait, who Gonzaga beat again? Michigan didn't play them. Michigan lost to UCLA. UCLA. And right. then he hit the buzzer beat on UCLA. Right. Um, Suggs, that was a great game. I think Suggs, uh, Suggs and Mitchell from Baylor are going to capitalize the most off of this. Uh, this uh, March Madness run? Okay. Yeah. Though they should capitalize the most. Mitchell might be a top 10 player in the draft now. Mm. Suggs is probably top five, top three. <laughs> I saw um, a report they say he made teams make center for number one over K Cunningham. After uh, his performance, yeah, I think Kate is five. So I don't, I don't think people should underestimate Kate. But if and if they let Kate slip to better teams, then it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Plus, um, you got those G League guys, um, Jalen Green and another guy. I keep I always keep forgetting his name, but they went to the G League instead of college. Mm. They might be better than these guys because they got that experience a little bit, the NBA feel. Mm-hmm. Even though it was G League, but you know, it's still, you know, it's, I think that's as close to the NBA you get. I don't think. All right. Or overseas. I don't think any other. I don't think college or any other league in the world is as close as you're gonna get to NBA basketball as the G League. Not even the uh, overseas league, you know, the Euro League, things like that. All I right. think the speed of the game in the G League is is the closest to the NBA. I got you. Yeah, but see, but if you're really good. You can go thrive down there, like Kevin Porter, or you know those guys that go in there and be like, "Oh my gosh, you like why are you here?" <laughs> so I think uh, that's the true test, though, to me. I mean, some of your some of the overseas leagues are pretty close. Euro league is close, and 
um, China, CBA, and I think the new uh, African league they starting might be close. I like. I'm actually interested in seeing some people come out of there and cross over to the NBA from the. I forgot what it's called, but they starting it over there in Africa. Okay. Uh, a new league. So. Um, yeah, G League. I'm, I'm gonna give G League number two for now. Got you. I got you. And shout out. Shout out again to the Baylor Bears for doing doing what you had to do and going to win that championship in Indianapolis COVID season. Also, shout out. To the women, uh, Stanford, they they won the 2021 women's. I didn't pick them the best far. John, I wanted Arizona to win low key. I was I was all in. Uh, John picked them to win his original predictions. Um, I like after what the Arizona coach did on the sideline. I, I ain't gonna lie, that made me become a fan. When she was like, "Forget everybody else. I believe in you guys." And they all got hype. I, I wanted them to win I, after seeing that Momo her team, but ultimately it didn't lead that way. Versace. I like the drift. People <laughs> talking about something. Yeah, and it was a good game. It came down to a one last possession, and uh, Stanford helped, um, played great defense on the end, and they won the game. So, congratulations um, uh, to the Stanford, and congratulations to women's basketball. Uh, this this tournament this season uh, highlighted women's basketball, and hopefully in the future, maybe next year in the coming years, more lucrative options, endorsements. Uh, we just seen it today that Nike released the new jerseys for the WNBA for the 25th anniversary of their season. I'm jer- some of them jerseys are tough, by the way. So mm-hmm. as women, women's sports is women's basketball is emerging and new business deals are coming. So congratulations to women to keep doing y'all thing. We recognize and we appreciate it. Got anything, Cook Carter? That's good. Good on the women's sports, but it was actually a, a, a good run and very entertaining. <clears throat> and then with college, college kind of, it picked up at the end, I guess, as it always does. So. Okay. okay. I like it. I like it. All right, you ready to move, talk some ready to talk some uh some NBA? Let's all right, we're gonna start with your guy, Drew Holiday, getting a a four-year extension for 160 million. Uh some people were hesitant and said, did he really deserve this money? But he has been balling for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh he was a, he's a former New Orleans, New Orleans Pelican. Cut Carter, how you feeling about Drew Holiday, man? Did he deserve that uh contract extension? And will Drew is will the- he, wait, wait, and will he lead the Bucks to a championship appearance this season with Giannis? <laughs> Drew is the definition of a beta player and he's like in a top five on that beta list like he's like the perfect guy to have as your number two I know you got like Harden and Kyrie together so that kind of you know as number twos but I don't know and they've been kind of being one and two all season as it is uh, Clay is a good number two CJ is a good number two but Drew is underestimated as a number two because he's two way He's defensive and offensive. And people forget about the offensive side, but when he shows it, when he's hot, when he's he feeling it, he can give you 29 or 28 or 27 like it's nothing. Um, you know, he's, he's a bigger guard, 6'3". So he got a lot into his game. Um, was he worth the money? I mean... It's not the worst. I feel like it's so many bad contracts. In it. Well, not bad, but overpaid contracts in the NBA that it don't matter at this point. You can give them. You mute it. Oh, no, I was looking up uh, how old Drew Holiday is. Yeah. It's a lot of people that get overpaid. So I'm not bad here. Get it. Oh, uh, he's 30 years old. Um, Four-year deal would be 34 when his contract extension is done around that time. So 30 is your prime. You and your prime for like 27 to 31. Giannis signed, I believe, a four. So it's the same extension as Giannis. Giannis done. He lined up with Giannis contract, right? On purpose. And Drew was good with AD. We made a playoff run. We beat the Blazers. So the 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 Bucks are going to win a playoff game. It's just a matter of I don't know if they can get past the Sixers or the Nets. Currently, the Bucks are the third seed, and they would play the Miami Heat in the first round. And they give him fits. I don't know if they can get past the Heat still. Mm-hmm. He got their number low key. They do. They got. They know how to stop Giannis. But what they didn't have in previous time was uh, Drew Holiday. That but could. the bench got worse, so it's just Drew. Now they got Devin Devin and Middleton. They still got players now. I know, but they're not as deep as they were. But right. Okay. Bobby Portis has been playing well. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't think it's a bad contract due to other people getting worse contracts. 
for less money, but still bad. So I like it for Drew. Happy for him. Um, but I, I don't think the, the, the Bucks will make it in the championship. I'm sorry. Mm, I got you, bud. I got you. All right. We'll, we'll see. I, I like the dry lay move. They were my preseason prediction to make the East. I kind of stepped away from that prediction and chose the Sixers. But if Drylet continuing his stellar performance, how he's been playing recently, then I think they have a shot to knock off the Sixers and the Nets. We'll have to see. Um, speaking of contracts, we have some upcoming free agent news that broke via the Athletic. Uh, they report that Kawhi Leonard will pro- most likely resign with the Clippers after this year. Uh, how you feeling about Kawhi staying in L.A.? You can stay. You won't win. <laughs> Like uh, even if he was, even if they was to make the finals, they wouldn't win. That's what I don't think people understand. Like they wouldn't, they're not gonna win. Cause um, why, why you still on this PG uh, hate train? Why you think they won't win? You just think I don't hate them. I just don't think they're good in the playoffs. I think they'll get exposed in the playoffs again, as they always do. Well, as they've consistently done. Some about that team, boy, in the playoffs that just don't. don't the, Clip, the Clippers are cursed, and right now they're the third seed. They will play the Blazers in the first round, and they can lose. That, that's a money matchup right there. They could lose. <laughs> Give me the Blazers in six. Oh, wow. Blazers are nice, though. Added Norman Powell. Still have Robert Covington, Carmelo, and still got Dan Miller, Nurkic coming back healthy. Blazers are special. Um, another upcoming free agent is Chris Paul. If he decides to opt out of his, his I think it was over $30 million. Not, it's $40 million. $40 million. But let, let's say, because he can still like maximize himself. I think the NBA see him as a I think he could like still could get $45 million. He's not opting out. Nobody's going to pay him $40 million for one year. Nobody's going to do that. For two years. Let the money go for two years. Why would he do that? Why yeah. make it in two and can make it in one? To, good, to go to a better team, perhaps. And you're number two seed in the West. But you don't think that Suns team is going to come out the West, though, Cut. You know that. I don't think any team other than the Lakers is coming out the West. <laughs> exactly. So why wouldn't he like go to the Lakers and see if they what's going on with them with their uh, roster spot? Should have went this year if he was gonna opt out. He had the option to. He didn't do it. Why? Because he's not turning down thirty-eight and forty million dollars. <laughs> it just don't make sense to do. The Rosen, I thought he was gonna opt out. You see, he didn't. It's that was the next player I was about to bring up. Uh, they said this is last year of his deal. He opted in in the um last season for the money. For the of course for the money, but also the way that the Popovich system changed. And the reporter said how he became more versatile. He having a career high in assists at some point more efficient shooter. So if a potential team out there with a lot of cap space won him, they have a chance to go out and grab a versatile DeMar DeRozan. And the, and they said the teams with the most cap space in the offseason are the Knicks, the Spurs, no, no, and the Thunder. Is that what? He ain't going none of them three. <laughs> they said the Mavericks can have a lot of cap, uh, $35 million in cap room if Josh Richardson opts out of his $11.6 million player option. He should opt out. That's low. <laughs> that's how bad the, the contract get crazy why and they said the hornets can have 26 million dollars uh cap space that would have a significant cap room as well i wouldn't go to the hornets but the Hornets gonna be good though they're good now but i'm saying like they can add a player now too what do you what do you think they need to get, uh, get better yeah big man big, I, know, I kind of i felt a bit they should have tried to get well i know Drummond wasn't gonna go there now but if he Drummond trying to go for a bag next year that's where he should look Mm. Hornets, Hornets. Horford wouldn't have been a bad fit with them. You know, uh, Horford wouldn't be bad with them if he's willing to run. Say Horford. Okay. If he's willing to run, though. Them boys are excited. Them boys are excited. Up, they're up to something for sure. So it's, it will be interesting to see. In the article, they also cited how the Raptors will have will have, will have about twenty five million dollars below the cap if Kyle, if they don't resign Kyle and waive the non guaranteed deals of Aaron Baines, Rodney Hood. Paul Watson and DeAndre Bembry. Um, the Heat, they said the Heat could potentially have money as well. And also the Grizzlies, if Justin Winslow declines his $13 million team option. Well, if the team declined the team option with Justin Winslow. Mm. So it's not a big free agency summer, but it's getting there. Oh, they also had something for your Pelicans and Hawks before. I forget. They said the Pelicans, Hawks, and Cavs could get close to $20 million in room, cap room, but only if significant restricted free agents walk out the door. So Alonzo Ball, John Collins, or Jared Allen. Alonzo not leaving at this point. I, wouldn't <laughs> I got you, man. I just want to let you know. Um, Before we move off the NBA, of course, what, what has been your NBA takeaway so far? Did you? Watch, I know we watched that end of that Suns-Jazz game last night. 
Donovan was the reason they went to overtime. So him missing that free throw wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it was going to be. He should have made it, but it's not as big of a deal. And I know he probably beating himself up about it. He'll be fine. Yeah, the, the, um, Suns are, the Suns are a game and a half back from the Jazz after that game now. Yeah. The Suns probably going to end up taking the first seed. I'm not going to lie. I got a question for you. Which which team is most like, more likely to get beat in the first round, the Jazz or the Suns? Matchups matter. That's true. So right now, the seventh seed is the Mavericks and the eighth seed is the Grizzlies. This is not including the playing tournament, of course, but those are the current seven and eighth seed. Let me see. More likely to Mavericks be and Grizzlies. The team playing the Grizzlies is going to win. <laughs> but I, I don't think the Grizzlies are going to get in when that play-in stuff happens anyway. So uh, I think the Jazz are more likely to lose, but the matchup matters. Right. The nine- I think the Suns have the better team. I think the Jazz are just are – just, they're they gelling well. Mm. The fact that the Suns are playing this well with in their first year together like this, Chris Paul, Monty Williams effect. Chris Paul first year with those guys. Not his first time with Monty. Devin Booker and Bridges and Aiton played together a little bit last year. And Cam Johnson, a rookie, right? I think it's one year. Yeah, rookie, one year pro. Yeah. So yeah, the Suns is more impressive. The Suns are more impressive than me, so I, I feel like they're more likely to win, depending on who they play again. If they end up playing a team like the Blazers or a team that are getting them fits, no. All right, I got another question. Jazz, the Jazz biggest problem is the Jazz can't beat perimeter. They're not gonna beat anybody good on perimeter. All right, what you mean? Like give me minutes. Like people like the Warriors. If they had the Warriors at full strength, not full strength, but like with Clay, like with Squid Clay mm-hmm. or the, the the Trailblazers with DCJ and Dane, that's when they're gonna be in trouble. I feel like because. Mike Conley's good defensively, and so is Donovan, but now I got that threat of killing you from outside. So now if I get Gobert on the perimeter more, he got to guard me. Like, he can't just – he can't just not switch. Like, he has to switch. Right. So I feel like teams that can shoot well will get a jazz fits, whereas the Suns, they're the opposite. I think teams with good big men will get them fixed. You don't trust Aiden? No. Lack of experience because he's still young. I think it's 30 years. Lack of experience and it's just better big men. So if the Jazz play the Suns, the Jazz probably will win because. You like Gobert over Ada? I don't want to say that, but <laughs> I think he could. I think he will give Aiden fits. You got you. And I think, like, but I still think the Suns are the better team, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I think the Jazz will win a series. I think are you all right? Let's let's all right. Let's do this. Um, let's rank the best five players. Let's combine the Jazz and the Suns and rank the best five players. So number one, who you have? Mitchell. And then number two is Booker. Right. Then Chris Paul. Right. Then who you got? Go Bear. Unfortunately. Go Bear. Then Aiden. I don't think Aiden's the fifth best player. Oh, who's the fifth best? Mike Conley or Jay Clay? I like Mikael Bridges, bro, a low key. Okay, but Jordan Clarkson is my. If I had to pick my favoritism, would be Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> Mikael Bridges. I mean, Aiden is supposed to be that fifth best person, but I think when Mikael Bridges or Bogdanovich or Joe Ingles, one of those dudes, mm-hmm. like like it's the role player could be the fifth best because when they get going, they can they win games when they get going. Right. That's how I feel. I don't think. I mean, and Aiden is in that. I guess that that round too, but it's just I don't I don't be I don't be impressed that much. But I don't think he, I don't think he's a bad player. He's still young. He's still developing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he gonna he gonna get better. I got you. Um, did you have any more any any more NBA takeaways before I ask two more questions? The Hawks are looking pretty legit. Yep. The Celtics. I'm done with them. Mm, Yeah. Didn't you pick them to come out of the East? I did. I did. What's, wrong with, what's wrong with the Celtics? Kimba has been playing a lot. They acquired Evan Fournier. He's now injured. What's going on with the Celtics? I don't know. And I don't why care. They, why are they that I bad? No more, no more excuses. I'm done with them. <laughs> I had the Celtics playing the Lakers. I'm not getting it. We're getting the Lakers, somebody else. So. 
Hopefully it's Philly, but it might be Brooklyn. But it's not going to be them. Celtics are currently the seventh seed right now. It's over with, bro. Brad Stevens probably gone. He's out of there. You well, uh, you can't fire Brad. Okay, fire Danny Ainge. Who going? Who leave first? So you blaming the coach? You're not blaming the players. I can't blame the players. They have the talent. I don't. I mean, something right. yelling. I think I I, I blame or, or I don't think it, or or you trying to blow, blow up? Trying to blow it up? <laughs> they can blow it up if they want to. But I think Tatum and Brown are good together. That's me. But I, I I don't blame Brad Stevens. I think he's an exceptional coach. I blame Danny Ainge and the ability to acquire a big. Like, who was the last the last great big the Celtics had was Garnett. If correct me if I'm wrong. If you count Horford, I'd say Garnett over Horford. Uh, yeah, duh. I'm not saying <laughs> do you count Horford as a good big or no? He's serviceable, but he's not star you know what i'm saying not that all-star type of player so i think them not getting the big and in the east you have to have a big that can compete with or guard Giannis, can guard mb can guard now durant he just had didn't do this team a service man and i think they missed their championship window i said it's like a couple podcasts ago they missed their championship window when they didn't go out and acquire Kawhi leonard or anthony davis and they could have gave up brown or tatum and they could have went on that championship run with Kawhi or AD with Tatum or Brown. So it's, I don't blame Brad. I don't know what's wrong with this team. Now Marcus Smart is back, right? I think Marcus is back. Uh, I don't know, it's nasty. He definitely returned. So uh, yeah, I don't know if he play every game or, you know, low managing, but he's back. Mm, got you. All right, I got, I got a question for you, Cut Carter. Are you ready for the question? Are you ready for the question? Yeah, I shook my head, yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, currently, the Charlotte Hornets are the fourth seed in the East. Hawks are fifth. Heat are sixth. Seven is Celtics and eight is Knicks. Who do you think will be the fourth seed in the East when the season concludes? One more time. Currently, the Hornets are the fourth seed in the East. Hawks are fifth. Heat six. Celtics seven. Knicks are eight. Uh, the Hawks and Hornets are both tied for ninth for the fourth spot, and the Heat are a half game back, and the Celtics are two games a game back. Who do you think will be the fourth seed when the season is all said and done? You said the Hawks and what are tied for ninth? Tied for fourth, Hawks and Hornets. They're nine games behind the first seed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the first seed. But they're both tied for the fourth seed. Heat half a game, Celtics one game, and Knicks are two games behind the fourth. It's tight over there. See what I'm saying? So the Celtics are not that bad. I just don't – I haven't seen anything to make me keep them as my representative. However, right. um, that fourth spot probably going to end up going to the Heat. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, go give it to the veterans. Got you. Simple. The veteran-led team. Hawks are still young. Um, Hornets are young. Knicks are they're, – they're overachieving right now, so I can't even put too much more pressure on them. Celtics are underachieving, but they could they still have a chance with only one game. But I don't I haven't seen anything to make me think that they're a top four seed. Except maybe uh when Fournier come back, if they get it going, then maybe that'll change my mind. I got you. Um last thing, NBA before we move on. You ready? ESPN released their 25 players under the age of 25 rankings, and it caused controversy across the NBA community. I want to hear your top, top five, five NBA top five, players five, that are under the five. age of 25. Give it to me, brother. I want to hear it. Let's go. Top, top five, five in the baby. Top, top five, top five, top five. All right. Got to be in order, too. It got to be from one to five? Yeah, got one to five. The best player under 25 years old. This going to hurt some feelings. Uh-oh. Let's do it. But I think it's Zion. Oh, wow. Over Luca? Yeah, I do. Tell me why. I think he put Zion on any team like that's not the Pelicans, that's like a playoff team, and he's 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 like he's still giving you thirty every night. Like that's what he's gonna be. Oh, wow. I feel like Luca on another team would be more of a, a facilitator. But like he, he take the James Harden route. Like you put him with somebody else, he'll take the James Harden route because he's not that good of a shooter as everybody thinks he is. He just hits big shots. If that makes sense. Like he's he not he not that like lethal or consistent 
but he is like don't I'm not saying this to knock him. I just think Zion is the person I would okay. I would go for. So do you have Luka? I think you put Zion with any serviceable passer or facilitator. And well, he, he Lonzo's gonna, a good passer. And you saw what they just did. Zion don't be the problem. Who's the problem? They, the they don't play defense. That's the problem. <laughs> Pelicans are currently the 11th seed and two games back from the so, And why can't I'm saying why can't Lion uplift them out there like Luca's doing with the Mavs? That's what I'm asking. But Luca got a better team though. But if you have Zion or you have Zion over Luca, right? Then Bi is not that far behind from Luca. How old is Bi? Bi, I think he, he's under 25. He's under 25. He ain't made a list. Uh, in their list, be Brandon Ingram was number 11. Jalen Brown was 12. Who was who was ahead of him? Let me hear the list. All right. <laughs> Here, here's the ESPN. I knew the top five, but I didn't hear the rest. All right. Number one is Luca. Number two is Zion. Number three is LaMelo. Number four is Donovan Mitchell. Number five is Tatum. Number six is Fox. Number seven is Ben Simmons. Number eight is Devin Booker. Number nine, number nine is Bam Adebayo. Number 10 is Shea Gilgis Alexander. 11, B.I. 12 is Jalen Brown. 13, Jamal Murray. 14, Michael Porter. 15, John Morant, 16, Trey Young, 17, Mikael Bridges, 18, Demontez Sabonis, 19, Anthony Edwards, 20, DeAndre Ayton, 21, Tyrese Hilberton, Hilberton, yeah, 22, John Collins, 23, Jared Allen, 24, Alonzo Ball, and 25, Colin Sexton, the young bull. And Trey Young was pretty low for your your liking. Look at your look at Cut Carter face. Lonzo <laughs> twenty four. Trey Young sixteen. <laughs> okay. All right. Top five, top five no debating. Top five top players that are under the age of twenty at twenty five under twenty five. Let's get to it. Zion is one. Still not changing it. Luca is two. Cool. Three is Donovan Mitchell. Four is Jason Tatum. Five. Um, yeah, rewind. <laughs> One is Zion. Two is Trey. Two is Luca. Three is Donovan Mitchell. Four is Trey Young. In my fifth spot, I'm going Bam out of bio. So to recap, we have Zion, Luca. Who was number three again? Donovan. Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, mm-hmm. Bam out of bio. Wow. So no D book, no Tatum, no Booker. But see, Booker. They had him nine. I got Booker six. I think Booker, I think Booker, I mean, I could take Bam out for Booker. It won't bother me. I'll be content with that. But I think Bam is underrated. I think he's super underrated. What about, no Tatum? I don't know. <laughs> no uh, Shea Goose Alexander? I love Shea, but Shea's not a winner. Okay. I give it Well, he was winning last year with Chris Paul, but Shea can't win with what he got. Shea's in a, Shea's in a terrible situation. But he's in a situation to be built around, which is five. That's true. So to recap, Cut Carter's top five under 25, he has number one, Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. Number two, Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Number three, Donovan Mitchell. Number four, Trey Young. And number five, Bam Adebayo. Slash Booker. Slash Devin Booker. Booker was number six on this list. Or, or Bam is six. I don't know. It depends. I mean, it depends right. on what you're looking for. Okay. It's hard to do big, but but the way they had those, Booker was nine. No. <laughs> Lamelo was three. Lamelo was no, three. He's not. Lamelo five. Don't get me wrong, but he he can't even score like that yet. Like, how you gonna just put him there? Mm. Everybody I name is a can get buckets. Bam is least like like he's not really a bucket getter per se all the time, but he, he can get a triple double because he can pass. He can and he can facilitate. Awesome. And he plays defense. defense. Yep. Yeah. So. And I can't put Jalen Brown. I can't put Tatum anywhere without putting Jalen Brown like right there with him, in my opinion. So, got you. All right, I like it. But Lonzo is not twenty four either. Who, who? Wait, before we move on, who you putting Lonzo over? The players in front of Lonzo. I'm putting Lonzo. Lonzo was a before Sexton, so that's facts. I'm putting Lonzo before. Um, Jared Allen's twenty three. John Collins was twenty. Jared Allen. John Collins. No. Tyrese Halsburton. No, not he having a good year. I'm saying you taking one season of somebody, and then gonna put them over Lonzo. But Halliburton's having a great season. Though. So is Lamelo. But I don't think Lamelo better than Lonzo. I think Lamelo is 
he's in a position to flourish better than Lonzo, and he can shoot better than Lonzo already. Well, better than Lonzo did when he first came in. Okay. Got you. All right. I Who like else? Uh, In front of Lonzo was DeAndre Ayton. No. <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Maybe. DeMontez Sabonis. Yes, he's a, he's an all-star. He should have been higher. He should have been top 10. Oh, okay. I agree with that. He Simone's was low. Mikael Bridges, your guy. Oh, that's my boy. I, I was thinking about Miles Bridges. Um, yeah, Mikael's five. Slept on, underrated. But then, he, what, what spot was Mikael? 17, right before, by, uh, after Trey Young. Trey Young was 16. Yeah, 15, 16, 17 runs, yeah. Then John Morant. He should be higher. Uh, should he be over Trey Young? No. <laughs> they guess well, what they no, it, no, he can't. I think Trey's a better passer and scorer. Well, shooter. Trey's a better shooter and, and passer. Jai's better athlete, athlete and better uh, better defender and a better um, scorer, like, inside. All right. Like a dunker, like, drive. Like, again, athleticism. Because Trey scores in the bucket, too. Then MPJ was 14. Jamal Why? Murray, 13. Why? Wait, who? Jamal Murray? Yeah, he was 13. Jamal Murray, uh, but he... He's not consistent. I think he could fall a little bit. Michael Porter think, Jr. should not. Michael Porter Jr. could also fall a little bit. I think Jamal, if it was like a postseason list, Jamal Murray would be super high because he, he does turn yeah, over. In the postseason, he's different. In the regular season, it's like every time I think he's taking a step based on the postseason, he come back to regular season and be regular. Yeah. Then 12, Jalen Brown, 11, B.I., and 10, Shea. B.I. better than Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, in my opinion. <laughs> so, so I, I I take and Shay is right way. Shay is in that outside of the 10, 11 range for me. So where would you put Lonzo after all of this? What number? Lonzo's you? after those guys. Like he's after. So he like eighteen. He in the teens. Okay. He in the teens after Jalen Brown and Tatum and and Bi and them and okay. Mikael, Loki. He like right in there, and I think I put Lonzo after Jamal Murray or right with Jamal Murray. I think Lonzo and Jamal Murray. Yeah. Jamal Murray's a better score. Jamal Murray could be above Lonzo. I, and Michael Porter Jr. Could be, he right after Michael Porter Jr. on my list. We're going to need you to write this list out so we give it to I the will, people. because I don't like the disrespect. And no disrespect to Luca once again. I mean, if you want to put him number one, that's fine. But that that other a lot of those was blasphemy. LaMelo can't be top three right now. I'm sorry, especially when he's hurt. Got you. You heard it here from Cut Carter himself. Pac-Z. But I ain't hating LaMelo. Don't get me wrong. I rock with him. You know, <laughs> Triple B's. Facts. Are you ready to talk about some football news? My favorite. <laughs> Let's get into it. We will start with the Sam Darnold trade. He is finally out of New York, and he is a Carolina Panther. The, Starter. The, uh, the New York Jets traded Sam Darnold for a 2021 six-round pick and a 2022 second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Um, Before we talk about Sam and the future of Teddy Bridgewater, um. The Panthers won this trade, giving up yeah, next year's second and a fourth, and this year's sixth for a quarterback who we, who people believe if we have a better supporting cast, he is really good. This is last chance, though. I, I agree. This is last chance. Um, but DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, uh, Christian McCaffrey. What this better is literally what they did for Josh Rosen, but Josh Rosen had nothing to work with. What do you mean? Like when they traded for the Dolphins, the Dolphins okay, okay, okay. he didn't have he had literally nothing to work with. Well, this That's why. I think people messed up. They messed over his career. I think Josh Rosen, given a chance, could be decent or, you know, borderline. What, they, 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 they gave up on him after one year. <laughs> the they gave up on him after one year, shipped him somewhere where nobody, they didn't have nothing, and they were also going to give up on him. Mm. So it was just set, he was set to fail. And I, I, in that draft class, I don't remember who I was in there. It was that was, Lamar uh, draft? Yes, it was. Baker Mayfield, then Sam Darnold, then Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, and Lamar Jackson. Lamar definitely <laughs> early, but I on that draft originally was happening. I had Rosen over Donald, but I had neither over Lamar. I think my when I ranked them, I had Baker, Lamar, Lamar, then yeah, and I don't really know about Josh Allen because I don't do small schools. You don't. Um, but I, you know, if I had to redraft that now, it would go right. Lamar, Josh Allen, then Baker. Man. Darnold than Rosen. Darnold and Rosen probably, <laughs> right. but Rosen didn't get a chance. And I, I don't, I don't really mean to take the lightest spotlight off Darnold. Mm-hmm. I just think he needs a chance. 
Well, <laughs> that's all I think. Well, he's um, I wonder if practice squad player to get rings because he was on a, the Buccaneers practice squad. So mm-hmm. maybe they you know how the Buccaneers got him, right? Yeah, a potential successor if for Brady. right because they're literally not going to draft anybody. They're going to just plug and plug and play, right? Probably, and they have the talent again. The talent around him matters, and he might thrive. Uh, back to uh, let's play. back to yeah. I like- um, the Jets. I don't. I don't know what the Jets be doing, bro. Let's start. Yeah, start with the Jets first. Oh, I acquired only thing valuable in that was that second round pick for next year. They just wanted to get rid of him, in my opinion. So they, they knew they, they knew they couldn't get a first, so they settled for that. Yeah. Because so, if it was me, I'd have been like, "Let me get next year first. No, the Panthers probably like, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> so I think, I think they're definitely going Zach Wilson now. Even even though I don't think they should go Zach Wilson, they're gonna. Go I think Zach. they're gonna go Zach Wilson and they're gonna regret it. Yeah, yeah. And then you had you told Corey Davis. Corey Davis comes in and you tell him, Donald gonna be the starter, and he says, "Well, from my knowledge, Donald gonna be the starter." Yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson better be five. They better, they better pray he fall. Because if, if he not fall, that GM, that whole, I get, oh, we got Seattle's picks. We got their first. We got this. They do have two first round picks. They do. They got the first this year and next year? Yep, for Seattle. We're going to be, we're going to be amazing. Yeah, y'all I, blow this. Y'all blow <laughs> this in the next, like in these two seasons. Y'all yeah. blow these picks. Yeah. It's over with. They're done. The, the, the GM, gone. The owners should try to sell the team, okay? <laughs> because you got it. Zach, I think in no, I, then you couldn't tank right. I think in no world, like we knew y'all was getting Trevor. That's what the consensus was. Mm-hmm. And now y'all set the Jags up and Urban Meyer up for potentially a great, a great, great, great run. Well, that was Sam Donald's doing when he beat the Rams and when they won that two game winning streak. <laughs> As they should have. He, I think he was like he knew he was done. He knew they was. T- he knew they wanted a quarterback, and he said, "Well, I'm gonna win these games." <laughs> Sam, he showed some. He made a couple good throws in there. Sam, I hope you're thriving. No, I don't. <laughs> you're in the division now, but sorry. Uh, but, but before we go to Carolina, I just want to say, um, the the Jets have, in my opinion, three three more years, three three years with Zach Wilson. To know if they have the right guy or not, or two. Cause they're gonna they're gonna draft the quarterback. They're gonna draft him. Then they're gonna draft alignment, some receivers, and some defensive. Their tackle. next pick needs to be. When their next pick, they got a Seattle pick. Yeah, that pick twenty they early. Have hundred percent got to go defense. They need O line though. They need a lot of this team needs a lot of things. So they, uh, they need corners. Go corner. Uh, it can, but it this team's not not going to be in a contention till two years from now till after they acquire these picks. Because they have to develop. That's not good enough for me. We got two firsts this year and two next year. It's the Jets, Derek. You better have a, a, a 2017 Saints draft, my boy. Mm, that's a lot of pressure. They need huh. it. I mean, how how many how often how consistent you gonna be the laughing stock of the league? Right now, they they took the Browns' place. They're the laughing stock of the league. Mm, I take Detroit over New York. Mm-mm. Detroit was in the playoffs a couple years ago. Jets? No, they weren't. All right. All right. I guess we'll see. That's time the Jets had a service quarterback. His name is Mark Sanchez, a USC quarterback. Oh wow! Shout out to USC. <laughs> uh, for Carolina things, Darnold, uh, career revitalization with that talent. Uh, the the owner wanted someone new and fresh, which leaves our guy Teddy Bridgewater looking for a job. In a report, they said Teddy will be able to choose with freedom to choose where he wants to go. Where do you think uh, Teddy B will land? Before we get on that, is Adam Gay still the coach of Jets? He is not. It's Robert Sela, first Muslim head coach. <laughs> it's a chance. Okay. There's actually a chance. Um, Where's Teddy B landing, man? He's going defense on that second pick, then. I agree. <laughs> yeah, they're going defense on that second pick. Or, um, or best available lineman, then try to find a diamond in the rough. I'm, if I'm going Zach Wilson, I'm going D. I'm going Wait, certain. I, I need somebody to put. Certain not going to be there. Farley. Yeah, someone else going to be there. They're going to be all line. Cause still, that O line still bad, but they got they got they had a good O line pick last year, and your boy don't need another one. <laughs> Kai Beckton, I think they could they could play around in the second round, and don't they got Seattle second too? Ooh, I don't think they do. Let me look. While I'm looking, uh, talk to us about Teddy B and where you think he's gonna land. Teddy two gloves Bridgewater, my boy. Um. 
is it bad that I think the Niners need to call him? Uh, yes, because they're going to draft the quarterback. Oh, yeah, they traded up to third. Yeah. Doofuses. They better be Justin Fields. They have the um, – for the Seattle picks, they have the Seattle's first and Seattle's third. Wow. But it's yeah, I'll go, go line later on. Um, forgot the 49ers traded up, but the 49 40- If it's for Mac Jones, bro, I'm going to be disappointed. Oh, that's that's a topic I got. Just do ten. Uh, my bad. I'm, I'm just so ahead of the gun, but I think I don't. I can't see Denver taking Teddy Bridgewater. You know they probably should, but I think whoever trades for Teddy B is going to get a um oh a transition yeah. quarterback. I think the Texans take him if Deshaun Watson's case continues to do what he's doing. They got, got Tyrod though for cheap. <laughs> okay, I like Tyrod, but is Tyrod winning games? Teddy B not gonna win games there either. You're making this hard on me. It's, it's tough. I, th- I like I said, wherever he goes. Do, do you think the Washington football team takes a chance? Oh, I like it. I think he, like I said, wherever Teddy B goes, it's gonna be a transition because they're gonna find a replacement for him because one that contract is con- it's not bad, but he doesn't live. He doesn't play to that level of the contract. But also they want somebody younger and fresher to take over and more mobile. So I think I think if he goes to Washington, they're they're, they're a playoff team. They can win the NFC East with Teddy. I think he he'll be better than any quarterback they had last season on that roster. Uh, Alex Smith, Haskins, and Heineke. Yeah, I think I'll take uh, Teddy be over uh, Fitzpatrick too. Do you think the Eagles take him if Jalen Hurts as a Jalen Hurts a uh, not a backup, backup plan? Too much money. I think that's too much money to pay a backup. I mean, Carson Wentz was backing him up last year, making too much money. That's why they got rid of him. <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me keep picking your brain. I'm just spitballing here. Talk to us, man. Talk to me. I got you. I never read the wrong way. Rams. Maybe Pittsburgh. Chicago. Oh, well. QB, Andy Dawson's QB1. No. <laughs> Chicago. Should no, definitely I, give him a look. I kind of like Pittsburgh. I was joking, but. Hmm. Pittsburgh, maybe. Oh, no. I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. You just have to wait one year after Ben. Ben's going to plan for one more season, in my in my opinion. So take you over. Minnesota, you think Minnesota take him back if Kirk Cousins mess up? No, <laughs> I think they're going to want a young quarterback too. I like the idea of Washington. That's my favorite. I like Washington. I like Houston and Denver. I just I don't think he's Denver type of quarterback. Denver wants to. If Denver wants to win. Teddy B, Teddy B, you will manage the game and limit mistakes and do like whatever it takes to win. Like Peyton, yeah. So I, think, I just don't think he's their type of quarterback. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but if they want to win, they have to get out of that mindset. If they want to because he's better than Drew Drew Lock. He is better than Drew Lock. And but you you were touching on it earlier. Uh, so Adam Schefter reported that the Niners are basically locked in to draft quarterback Mac Jones from Alabama. Some people are speculating whether this is a smoke screen or not, but Cut Carter, I, it has to be a smoke screen because ain't no way Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. Am I right? You're right. I, I don't understand how they think Mac Jones is just the he's better than Justin Fields. You're talking about he fits the mode of the quarterback that Jimmy, like that Matt Ryan or Jimmy G had had when they went to the Super Bowl, but. Fields is way better. Has a better arm, more mobile, agile for today's NFL. Why would you want a, a pure pocket quarterback that that this isn't the early 2000s anymore? This is the 2021. Like, what are you doing, to San Francisco? So, hopefully, I, hopefully that's not true. Maybe trying to get other teams to pump fake on it, and so they're going to end up drafting Fields. So, how you feeling, man? They only have one choice. <laughs> Fields shouldn't. Fields really should be the top two pick. But if he so happens falls to three, okay. He falls to four. Why wouldn't you pick him? I I don't. It just don't make sense to me why you wouldn't pick somebody that good. Like it's called it's called prospects. Yes, you're gonna whip on some picks. That's why you don't overthink them. I agree. Especially in the first round. Especially in the first ten picks, first five picks. You have no. Re- you have literally. Zero reason to whiff. Zero. Zero. 
Zero. Like the, like the Bears. With the Trubis- is, you, you, no. I'm <laughs> forcing it. What did you see that was so great? Tell me. And don't get me wrong. I like Mac Jones' little run and what he did with his weapons. But again, he had weapons at every position. Loaded. at Literally at every position. Lyman. Tight end. Receiver. <laughs> running back. Fullback. Cornerback. Like he, he's like, come on, bro. And people try to compare that to Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow was winning games with his arm. It was games that were close that he had to make plays to win. I agree. Like the Texas game, third and 17. No, I agree. So, or whatever, well, 39, I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was something long, something like that. Oh, so from, bro, again. Don't overthink it. Is Mac Jones a top five quarterback in this draft? Yes. But not he's not top three. Yeah, or top two. I'm at three if you want. Or you can argue Zach Wilson. But I think the top two is set. And then I also like um I like some of the flashes Kyle Trash showed early on in his campaign this season. So I mean, saw that Sanch report. They say we might go get him. Yeah. <laughs> Need a cornerback. Nah, not the first pick. Talking about with the second or third. Yeah, third. <laughs> Cornerback, then we go linebacker or receiver. Man, I got you. Um, Let's do something fun. Let's do some NFL draft superlatives, bud. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who is – I got three, just three. It's quick and easy. Who is most likely to be the best player out of this NFL draft class on offense and defense? So pick one for each. Yep. The best offensive player in this draft is Jamar Chase. And tell me why. You saw why. <laughs> just you pull put, up his highlight tape. Even a year removed. Yes. Okay. He's literally he he. <laughs> y'all thought Justin Jefferson was bad. <laughs> this part two. Mm. Rookie of the year. You heard it here first. All right. What about that defensive side of the ball? Or a quarterback might get it if they ball like Trevor Lawrence. Might. If Trevor Lawrence has a Herbert season, then he might get it. But that I think it's only them two, though. Um, what did you say? Defense is not. Defense. The last time I tried to go with the, the more versatile athletic linebacker, like Isaiah Simmons, was, I was wrong. Was. So I'm not going to pick Michael Parsons, even though I think he is. Is is that deal? Um, it's hard to go corner on these because they don't really show the corners love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who you know? Who cares? Give me certain. Why? I think he's a lockdown corner. I think he has the chance on the right team. <laughs> I think he has the chance to be have a a season similar to uh Marshawn Lattimore did with the Saints. Okay. Like he walks he like he's gonna walk in the number one and walk in like ready. I think people underestimate the fact that Tray- Trayvon Diggs was a receiver converted to a corner. Converted to a safety really then they moved him to corner. And um I think I think Sertan get busy, especially if he go to Dallas. I think Dallas would be the perfect place for him to go. Bam, uh, Sertan and Diggs at uh, cornerbacks, Alabama South. Mm-hmm. Keeping the heart of Texas. All right, number two. Which court, Which projected first-round quarterback? What's your picks? Oh, my picks? Oh, thanks for asking, bud. Uh, defensive side of the ball, I'm, I'm picking Michael Parsons. I don't know why you, you – I, I, I want to, <laughs> but it's hard. Last year I picked Isaiah Simmons, and I was wrong, so I got to switch it up. I am going Michael Parsons on the defensive side of the ball. That four three nine just blew me away. And I don't care about those. Uh, okay, of course, yeah. but I think he will be the best defensive player of this class, and he's my early pick to be rookie of the year, even though they haven't been drafted yet. On offense, I have to go Jamar Chase. That's my uh, LSU blood runs in me. But if I wanted to be objective for once, even though I think it will be Jamar, I think, I think, uh. I don't think he'll be the best, even though this is for the best. But I think Travis Etienne, wherever he lands, if it's the right spot, 
he can have a breakout season similar to Jonathan Taylor or Josh Jacobs because he is so versatile. He could be he could work run on special teams as a pass catcher and just a running back. So I think Travis Etienne, similar to Clyde Edwards, let his impact and Jonathan Taylor, like I said, I think he can be explosive to wherever he lands, either late in the first or early second round. All right, you ready for number two? All right. Which top which, out of the five quarterbacks are projected projected to go in the first round? Who is more? Who is the most likely to be a bust? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance? Zach Wilson. <laughs> do you hate Zach Wilson? I mean, do you not like Zach Wilson? Or Trey? I mean, I think it's more. I'm gonna put it like this: It's not Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. The pressure is on the small school guys, Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Okay. But also on the super, the, the championship winner, Mac Jones, because historically their quarterbacks suck in the NFL. Okay. So him, especially if he's a day one starter, him and Jalen Hurts are gonna have pressure on them this season. Even though Jalen Hurts technically is not an Alabama quarterback and anymore. Tua. Oh, two as well. Even though Jalen Hurts is not considered Alabama quarterback anymore, he's considered Oklahoma. We all know <laughs> he's not that round. But Jalen Hurts proved that he could be more. So actually, I'm gonna take Hurts out of it. Uh, but I, I, I'm content with saying um, Zach Wilson. I think he got the best chance to be a bust because of all the hype around him. People talked about Trey Lance early on, but nobody talking about Trey Lance anymore like that. You're not hearing that his name that much. Okay. And he's from a small school, so he's in a similar uh, Josh Allen situation where it's like, yeah, I he, got time. He went I got from, time to. He came from the same school as Carson Wentz. North right. State. Nobody had pressure on Carson Wentz from the jump. It's They give him time. You get picked second overall before Justin Fields, like Trubisky. <laughs> Time's on, buddy. Show me what you got. Now nah, you're in the big leagues. You don't get picked second overall and don't start, in my opinion. Unless you're hurt. As a quarterback? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, who, no, Jets, Jaguars and Jets, if you're picked, you're going to start. The third, the, the Niners, though, I think they're going to run with Jimmy G, similar to what Tyrod Taylor and Herbert did last season. I think that's stupid on them. They should just trade Jimmy G. Well, they're going to probably work on that. <laughs> they're probably working on that even for next season. My pick, who is most likely to be a bust, is Mac Jones. Um he was great in college, but as Cut alluded to, the, the offensive talent he had on him, it just isn't a great prog- prognostication of his real abilities come NFL time. And I think if the rumors and reports are true that the Niners will take him at number three overall, I just think that's a recipe for a disaster and just uh, staying on John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco tenure. tenure. So I got Matt Jones has a, pressure, has a lot of pressure, in my opinion, to be a bust. Last but not least, Cut Carter, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Which team do you think will have the best draft based on their based on their positioning in the first round? Most likely to have the best draft club, draft grade of, of round one. Dolphins. Tell me why. The Dolphins traded back, didn't they? They did, and they traded up for this. They traded from the three to twelve. They traded up from twelve to six. Hmm. Yeah, so the Dolphins have literally no excuse to not fix their problems. They missed the playoffs by like one game. Yep. That one game should be fixed in his first round. Mm. I got you. And I think with with what they, their setup is, like it's in the first round. Based on the first round, it's hard to pick any team that don't have two picks. All right. Two teams have two picks. Three teams. Three. Yeah, Jets, Jaguars, and Dolphins. Who, who pick the Jaguars got? The Jaguars have the Rams pick, Jalen Ramsey trade. So that's 31? No. No, 29? 25, 25. So they got 1 and 25 mm-hmm. versus 6 and... 6 and 18 for the Dolphins. And the Jets have 2 and... 23. Hmm... I'm going. Yeah. I'm going Jaguars. I think getting Trevor. I'm, I'm thinking with my Dolphins pick, but because the the way the picks are set up, but the Jets better not mess this up. <laughs> they have the better picks. Six and twenty five is not as good as two and twenty three. 
Yet they're gonna really draft the man Zach Wilson. But. Jags one twenty. Jags is one and twenty five. Jets is two and twenty three. Dolphins is six and eighteen. The, the thing I like about the the Dolphins picks is that they're not going quarterback. Uh, true. That is true. That's why I think they got a better chance to be have an instant impact on their on their picks. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going Jaguars. I think they go Trevor Lawrence, best quarterback in the draft, in my opinion. Then they either going to solidify that back end of that defense, or just give Trevor Lawrence some protection. Or yeah, yeah, give him some protection. I think over my year one, there will be. I think they'll win a couple of games. It'll be fun and exciting. They want they want to mount to any playoff experience, but I think well, they will be fun to watch because Sunshine is in Duval. And that is all I have from my draft superlatives. Before I move on to music cut. The NFL to is um are going to allow play, may allow players to change their jersey numbers to like college esque so quarterbacks can't wear numbers one through nineteen receivers running backs and tight ends can wear one through forty nine or eighty through eighty nine defensive backs can wear one through forty nine linebackers can wear one through fifty and ninety to ninety nine offensive line can wear fifty to seventy nine and defensive line can wear fifty. To 79 or 90 to 99. Which players would do you want to see in them um singular digit numbers cut? I got I'm back in that three. I want I love to see Jamar and uh Jet Jets in uh one and two again. Odell in three, Tyran in seven. That'll be hard. That's a Leonard. I know Leonard, Leonard in seven. Leonard going definitely by yeah, let me get that seven, coach. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Who else? Hurts already switched to one. Yep. Um. Uh, CD Lamb wore two. Derek Henry wore two. Jalen Ramsey wore two. I mean, Jalen like Ramsey wore eight. CD could change. They told him wear eighty-eight, so he might not change. They did tell him wear eighty-eight. That's true. Um. Other than that, if you got nobody, nothing else, cut Carter. You can get talk, bring bring us in with music. With music. Oh, with music. (laughs) New music tonight. Brockhampton back with a project called Roadrunner. Mo three shot us forever. Posthumous. Um, singles. Polo G rap star. I'm excited for that. YR and Merc get back featuring offset. Doja Cat featuring Scissor. Kiss me more. Definitely want to check that one out. And Coil Array and Cash Page, all about cake. Coil Array is on a, a run with her rise to fame in this music industry. We didn't get to talk about what dropped last week, so I'll acknowledge it now. Last week we got Lil TJ destined to win. 24 hours, Real Walker, Bankroll Freddy, Big Bank. Singles, we got Lil Got It, Two Seed. Last week we got Pierre Born for you, PlayStation. Been playing that a lot. Um, 42 Doug featuring Roddy Rich for the gang. Brock Hampton Count on Me featuring ASAP Rocky and So Gone So Flexy. Shy Glizzy featuring No Savage Ridiculous. Iggy Azalea featuring Tiger, Sip It. Snoop Dogg roaches in my ashtray. Tussie back together. Tussie back together, my bad. Fredo Bang, click up. Young and made successful. Just got a lot of stuff last week. I'm ready for a thug and done it a drop. Ski! <laughs> I thought we was going to get that last week or this week, but. Yeah, but that's all I have. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, DMX. Um, it was in the news lately. He suffered. Uh, they believe they uh, he overdosed. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thoughts and prayers to uh, DMX. Praying for a healthy recovery, and we want to see you back in, back out, out and out of DMX. So wish you the best. Oh Lord. Um, if there is any no more news breaking, of course, and we can end it right here. You ready? All right, and this will conclude episode 98 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Honey Gun Gardner remains NXT NA champion. Forgot it's WrestleMania season. 
Yes, sir. Two nights for NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania this weekend. So it's up. It's lit. We're going with Roman Reigns doing and rim back the WWE uh, Universal Championship. I am right. He's fighting uh, Ramsey. He fighting uh, Lashley. Fight, no, Lashley fighting McIntyre for the championship. Mm-hmm. WWE Championship is Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. The AARP matchup. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main events the night one of WrestleMania. Uh, two black women battling out um, on wrestling. Is what else you got for me? Give me some more matches. All right. This is how we're going in the show. Let's do it. Let me look up for WrestleMania. Just WrestleMania? All right. WrestleMania card. All right. Get your predictions in. All right. Luca's number one, Zion's number two. Wow. What happened? I'm just seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Raw Tag Team Championship, night one. You ready? Yeah. The New Day are the champions, and they're going up against AJ Styles and Omis. That's the uh, big dude that be behind them all the time, like his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Who you got winning? I'm going New Day. I'm going Omis. And AJ Styles? Big black guy. This is his first wrestling match, by the way. Yeah, they're going to let him win. AJ Styles going to carry we, oh, we have a good one. Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Seth always wins. I think they're gonna put Cesaro over this time. They said they're gonna. He, he's they're pushing him. That's what they're saying. F the media. <laughs> uh, the, the match I don't care about. Uh, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. Braun gonna beat. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> um. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest will go up against The Miz and John Morrison. I'm going Bad Bunny. I mean, the celebs always win, so. You hear me? <laughs> how, how you feeling, man? Bad Bunny and... uh. I ain't going with Bad Bunny. I want John Morrison. But Bad Bunny, this is his second time getting the match, so maybe he's going to be there on and off. First match. I thought he had came on something before. Nah, nah, nah. He had, this is like his first official match, I believe. Oh, they're going to let him win probably then. And Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Smackdown, Smackdown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks is the champion. Bianca going to win. I think she was, will too. And WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley is the champion versus Drew McIntyre. I'm going Bobby. I'm sticking with Bobby, yeah. All right. Night two of WrestleMania. Uh, Riddle is the champion, the United States champion versus Sheamus. Who? Matt Riddle, the bro, 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 bro. Fighting no shoes on, come out with flip-flops on like he a surfer. Bro. <laughs> bro, it's funny because you don't know uh, these players. Finn Balor just lost to Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. That's unrelated. Uh, we have Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And mm-hmm. at WrestleMania this time, though. <laughs> and Logan Paul will be on rings in ringside for Sami Zayn. Kevin, give me Kevin Owens. <laughs> Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship. Big E is the champion, and he will go up against Apollo Crews. And Wale will sing Big E's performance on WrestleMania night. Apollo Crews wins, so Big E can go back to his game. His game. Nah, <laughs> I think uh, Big E go win. Um, the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. If the Fiend got all them gimmicks, he's gonna win. Or oh, the Fiend is gonna, he got all the gimmicks, so he's gonna win. Uh, Oscar, the Raw Women's Championship, Oscar is the champion. She go up against Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is from NXT, and in her first main roster match, she's going up against Oscar. She's talented and she's young. Her first match, her first match on the main roster, but she's been wrestling before. So they're gonna give her the belt. I'm going with Oscar. I'm going with the new girl. Rhea Ripley. Um, and the main event, uh, the real main event, as Roman Reigns said, for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge. AARP. <laughs> I'm going Roman Reigns, man. They, yeah, I give mean, Roman Reigns, too. He's wrestling two old motherfuckers. They don't need a belt. Edge don't need no belt. He's not really a wrestler. He is just, like, temporary. They, they say this is Edge's comeback story, and he's supposed to win it. I think Daniel Bryan is in this match to take the pin regardless of the winner between Edge and Roman Reigns. But I'm going Roman Reigns. Jay Uso, Paul Heyman, the tribal chief himself will walk out as WrestleMania, man. Champion. Jay Uso? 
Yeah, he Roman Reigns. Uh, like he come out with him, like Bloodline family. Oh, they all come out together. Yeah, the uh, other, Jimmy hurt, I believe. So and they he, both they both heal. Yeah, they all they all they heal. It's, it's all right. SmackDown's hard. <laughs> all right. All right. And that'll do for episode 98 of the Pack Life Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us at Pack Life Pod and Pack Life Pack on Pack Life Pie and Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Carter Bro special. Uh, beside me is my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut through. We body that. I can't wait for can't wait to drop his ESPN top 25 list. I'm sure our cousin says he's not gonna like that list, but it's always fun to see. Let me go back and forth on the gram, on the thing, on the thing, and all of that. I'm your host, Bruce Carter. Thank you for tuning in. 98 episodes and two episodes away from a hunt show. Well, one. Mm. We will be live. We will be live. We will be live. We will be live. Yeah. We are out of here. Let's go. New Pack Life.